0: Hey guys, this is uh, our debrief after the episode of Tetranode. Uh, David, we're scheduling this uh, a couple days after because mm-hmm. man, when we finished that Tetranode episode, I was exhausted. It was mm-hmm. like midnight or something, my time. And uh, yeah, we didn't have time to record it.
1: So. It's, also, it's also harder to stay... Um, doing podcasts with people that have their camera off is harder and more draining um, because mm-hmm. you don't I have you don't have feedback from their face. Uh, and so uh, the other person that ha- we've had difficult, difficulty with is uh, Scoopy Truples. Because he's also camera off, and both Scoopy Truples and Tetronode have like interesting like cadences, and so like being a podcast host with people with interesting cadences with no camera on is like difficult. It's a challenge. When
0: you say interesting cadence, it was just basically like we didn't know when yeah. when was the right time to interrupt or interject right. or when he was
1: finished with. Is he is he sentence. done talking or is he taking a pause Does or not yeah. continue? Right, I and mean, mm-hmm. that's camera off. That's camera off stuff. Why. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, Mm -hmm. The other part of the reason
0: why I think is just um, he's a unique individual. Super. I think he's a very interesting individual Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Let me ask you this. So how much money do you think Tetranode has? Like he Hmm. talked about like a Tetra candle, you know? Mm -hmm. A Tetra, yeah, right. (laughs) Um, How much liquidity do you think this guy has sloshing around? Like we didn't directly ask him. I'm not sure that he would have told us. It just didn't feel like the right flow to ask him that question. But what do you think?
1: So um, I can't remember if this was when we were interviewing Kobe or if this was a different podcast that I was listening to Kobe with, but Kobe was talking about how when people ever guesstimate his portfolio size, it's never ever below the actual answer. Like the best it is is a, a little bit above it, but it's never ever below. And and then sometimes he, sometimes he says, oh, it's sometimes people guess and it's like egregiously higher than my actual portfolio size, but it's never actually lower than what it is. And so I think with like these people that have the whale brand, like that's Tetranode's literal brand is he's a whale, literally a whale on Twitter. And so like, this probably means that we're going to guess higher numbers than what it actually is. I have so a number in my head though. I have a number, a number in my head. Uh, I'm go- going between 50 and 75 mil. Really? Yeah. I, my number was much higher.
0: I thought much 300, higher? like 300 million. I
1: have no clue. I
0: have no clue. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> Neither of us have any clue. Uh, uh-huh. um, it's definitely in the millions, right? It's, oh,
1: sure. certainly, yeah. Yeah, it's probably not in the billions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no. Um, uh, he, uh, he, I, there's a meme going around on Twitter that Tetranode has some fat taxes to pay this year. Um, so that's interesting. Oh, so that yeah. does that mean uh, we get
0: a Tetranode candle because uh, down,
1: a down candle, I just a red with candle? My
0: count and yeah, everyone gets red candles on the Infinity mm-hmm. Gauntlet mm-hmm. projects.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, what was your overall take? So, I mean, I guess to me, this was uh, an episode with somebody who's pioneering a new capital model and almost mm. like a new VC model. I like don't want to call tetra-node a VC because he's not, but he also is. Mm-hmm. Like, he also is like a DeFi native. VC. Somebody Mm -hmm. provides capital for DeFi ventures, right? Not like the Patagonia Vest, you know, (laughs) Sand Hill Road VC that we think of, but like he is providing capital to these ventures and he seems to be looking for product market fit, evaluating the team, evaluating the business model, being involved in the project, improving it. Like what else is a VC? This is like a self-sovereign new age DeFi VC.
1: And part of it is that, like, we're about to mix up the word, uh, or I'm about to juxtapose the word frontier, of which is a massive bankless theme, and the word venture, right? Like, these are similar concepts, and Tetranode is on the frontier of DeFi stuff. Like, he's yeah. playing around with the newest DeFi stuff, and when you have the bags that Tetranode has, like, it actually really matters that he knows the team that he's about to ape into the contracts of. Uh, and so it kind of forces, it force, it's a force functioning to, uh, it's a forcing function to become a VC uh, because he's on the frontier. And like the reason why the Tetranode candles happen every now and then is that because like, there's not a lot of liquidity on the frontier, like by definition, like Bitcoin and ether are the center, center uh, epicenters of this industry. And there's plenty of liquidity there. He can't make a tetranode candle happen on ETH or BTC, but he can definitely make a, a tetranode candle happen on Rocket pool of which he did. Right, that was a huge uh, takeaway
0: for me. Is the takeaway of any you know anybody can cook, right? Anybody can be a whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to you know find a pool mm-hmm. <laughs> in which mm-hmm. you're a whale in. Like mm-hmm. so, it's better to be a big fish in a little pool, uh, in a small pond than mm-hmm. a small small fish in the ocean.
1: Or a big. I could fish probably find pool. a pool where I can make a David candle somewhere. <laughs> I could probably find David a pool Dall- small Dall- enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. I, I do think that was one of the takeaways for me, is just you know, concentrated bets mm-hmm. in areas where you can truly make a difference, right? And the concentrated bet doesn't have to be capital all the time. Sometimes it can be a bet of other forms of uh, equity and capital, which is you know, social capital, your reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing to build up your reputation? Do you have a whale-sized reputation mm-hmm. in crypto and DeFi? Mm-hmm. And that's something that Tetranode has developed over time. I think you can do that without a lot of capital, too you know, contributing to projects and right. writing and all sorts of things. Um, but contribution can also be sweat, right? So right. like he is actively involved in these projects and ultimately it's led to, uh, to capital as well. Um, but there are a lot of ways you can be a whale in some of these projects and have outsized influence, outsize I guess, impact on these things. So I, you know, one of the takeaways for me is going back to like anybody can be a whale and you have to find a, place where you can have a large impact in order to do that i think that's been part of his success
1: yeah it's interesting he, he presented his, his life as if he's really really busy all these founders are like trying to hound him for advice and stuff and 100
0: hours a week he works yeah
1: but why <laughs> he's a whale <laughs> does he really need to work that hard
0: well i mean do you think people stop working after they become whales
1: 100 hours a week yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yes, we'll <laughs> Yeah. That down, to like, yeah. that down to like 60. Yeah, at know? the
1: very least, yeah. Let's let's pump the brakes on those numbers. He also talks about in other podcasts, and other um, uh, contexts is uh, he talks a lot about neuro, neuroatypical people or and how crypto really rewards neuroatypical people. And I feel like the reason why he talks about that is perhaps he resonates with that. Uh, perhaps Tetranode is a neuroatypical person. And so, Maybe he's working 100 hours a week because that's, that is, he's neuroatypical. He's
0: just like, oh, yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. That's, I mean, you definitely get the sense that this is like, you know, passion, hobby, mm-hmm. part of his games. Identity. Also a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gamer. Well, let's talk about that. So, this link to gaming, to gaming. And crypto native is a very very strong. Mm-hmm. As like almost everybody I know that has a strong fundamental understanding of, of um, crypto was also a gamer at some point in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and his like game of choice is like uh, real time strategy games RTSs, right. which right. resonates for me is like I was a big RT like I was never amazing, right? I didn't like right. compete. In Star You're a big fan of it though, yeah. I was a big player. I was a big fan of it. Really enjoy it. Um, RTSs and you know, these things you are always mining for resources Mm -hmm. and then using those resources in order to like, uh, create, you know, your armies Mm -hmm. and there's some game theory with other players in the game and how game theory is real
1: important. Yeah.
0: It's, it's all very relevant, I Mm -hmm. I guess, to crypto. And so, um, that's a a theme that's run through, I think all of our podcasts with these Mm -hmm. crypto natives is they're all Mm -hmm. gamers.
1: Yeah, Kobe, like uh, Tetranode's uh, game of choice was StarCraft, but Kobe's uh, game of choice was League of Legends. But the right. th- two things that they have in common are resource management and game theory. Yeah. Uh, what totally. is what is yield farming?
0: Yeah, resource management game theory.
1: Yeah, that's it's, it's, it what it is all the way down.
0: Um, what kind of... In- so I could... It's interesting. I was thinking about Tetranode on the back of this episode a little bit and trying to pin him as a type of investor, right? Um he doesn't feel like a trader to me mm. in the way that a three hours capital is a right. trader. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't feel like a long-term buy and hold ETH Bitcoin only sort of, you know, person uh, either. He doesn't feel like a narrative, an in investor. I yeah. mean, the closest thing to me that I come away with that is he felt a bit more like the um, some of the, crypto native vcs that we've interviewed in the past like a framework ventures Mm -hmm. for example yeah was the closest parallel confirmation yeah where they're providing capital for the project but they're doing it on long longer term time horizons and they're also aiding the product as users as like whether it's staking in the network or providing the project liquidity so that's to me what he was but different than Kobe. Like, Kobe is a bit more of a, like, a trader. A little bit, yeah. A bit more like, um, three hours capital. And Tetranode was cut from the cloth more of, like, a D5 VC. Is that, was that, how you, how do you categorize this guy?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, it's, to me, it's, it's really hard. Yeah, he's kind, he kind of made his own category. Like, now the category is Tetranode, and I think future conversations will talk about, oh, yeah, this trader person, or this Person is in the Tetranode category. But, but I think, think Tetranode's like, first.
0: But don't you think, like, in the way that I receive capital from Framework or Paradigm, and these are like mm-hmm. good names, mm-hmm. I receive capital from Tetranode? It's sort of mm-hmm. playing the same game. It's still playing a yeah. VC game, isn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just he's doing it solo. He's a solo right. VC. Right. Um, yeah, I don't have too much more to say about that, but I do, I do take the point.
0: What do you think about um, his, the conversation around uh, Danny? Um, Danny Sista, uh,
1: he I can't, he, I can't remember what he said about that. <laughs>
0: he, he said that, okay, let me see if I remember. He said that, um, he's friends with Danny. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, has had good dealings with him in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, does not think it's cool. You know, what right. happens and sort of wants to distance himself sure. from the wonderland shenanigans.
1: Right, the thoughts I have on that are actually more on the Danny side than the Tetranode side. But since it's a debrief, I can go ahead and do that anyways. What
0: are the Danny thoughts then?
1: So, like, the reason why what Danny did was so egregious is because in an industry that's supposed to be about trustlessness, uh, Danny trusted other people's money with a convicted felon. Right, so, like, he he made that choice on other people's behalf without their consent. Um, And, like, maybe it was one of the, it was kind of like a, don't ask, don't tell type of policy is like, oh, X Sifu, he's the quadringa guy. Well, if I don't tell anyone, it won't matter. It's like a Schrödinger's reality. It's like if no one finds out, then it's not, it's not even true. It's just it's not it's not the felon. It's, it's not it's, relevant. It's it's Zero X Zero X isn't the felon, it's Zero X Um but like again, it's it goes completely against the ethos of crypto.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And I um what do you think about like that whole the reason I think it's related somewhat to, to Tetranode other than his opinion is I feel like the Danny Sista episode uh, with Wonderland sort of sullies the Anon Builder brand mm. that was mm. strengthening. right There was this, there was this idea that uh, anonymous builders kind of have your back and they come from the community, they're here for the people in a way that VC funded, you know, Silicon Valley funded, whatever projects don't. Mm -hmm. And that was a momentum that was gaining steam. And like post Wonderland, I see everyone reevaluating that to the extent that, um, you know, looks rare Mm -hmm. just earlier. Like I guess the last couple of days, uh, it was revealed that they sold some looks tokens for a bunch of ETH and there's like two camps.
1: Did they, I thought they were just watching that. I thought they were just taking their ether fees.
0: I don't know. I don't no. think th-
1: I I would I would double check that uh, I
0: don't know so does it does it like right. it's almost like the fact doesn't matter there's one side well the sure. fact does matter but right. like uh, my broader point is that there's one side saying that right. oh my god they're trying to exit scam there's another side saying no they're not exit scamming they build an actual product right they deserve to take some of this home they're still continuing to build everyone's in the project but I I feel like part of the Wonderland
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, fallout is a distrust for anon. Projects and like, mm-hmm. oh, wa- watching their dress or are they, are, what are they doing with Tornado Cash? Like, maybe a month ago, that would have gotten a free pass because right. they just issued looks rare. They had a working product, delivered to the community, and there wasn't as much scrutiny right. on anon founders. So, right. I guess what I'm saying is how this ties together is, I think Danny's Wonderland um, scandal. Mm-hmm. Has some negative pushback on the entire DeFi anon community, right? As well, yeah. And that's not good for somebody like Tetranode, obviously, who is anon himself and you know wants to wants to maintain a good He's here, here to play long term games.
1: Yeah, but Tetranode was has been around much longer than Danny, right? Danny came about in like the last like six or nine months or something, right? Like I don't even think he's been around for a year. Uh, and so like there's a Lindy to people's reputation. Where like Tetronaut has, I think, very well proven himself to be an honest player with honest intentions, uh, and so like it's safe to follow Tetronaut around on chain, and they've been to the same things that he's aping into. Um, he's also not a builder, uh, so there's a difference there. He's just like a, an advisor of sorts, like a like a VC. Um, granted, when you, when you said like uh, there's been like a uh pushback or or like release of energy from the whole Anon builder space is probably highly correlated with the actual market cap of tokens that, that Anon builders have produced for the world. Yep. And so when like, if Danny rugged and left, but like all of his tokens kept on going up in price, like no one would think twice about it. It's like, oh, well I didn't lose any money, so I don't really care. Um, yeah, totally. And so it's really, it's, it's a question of performance. And it's a question of performance over time. Like Tetranode wouldn't have the brand that he had had, had he not made some super alpha trades, uh, some super Chad candles. And like the reason why people give him reputations because he can make the Tetranode candle uh and but but also it is apples to oranges cuz like he's also not asking anyone to trust him. Uh he's just you know being an on-chain chad. Uh and you know there at the same time Tetranode has been around for years and none of the circles that I'm in have ever really talked negatively about him. But this the circles that I'm those same circles that I'm in uh were was talking negatively about Danny before Danny ever rugged based off his behavior and demeanor and some of his ridiculous populist tweets, where, of which TetraNode never did. And so, like, when you're an anon, you do have less reputation on the line because, like, you know, if I, if me, I personally rugged someone, like, people would be able to find me. Like, I have a real-life footprint somewhere. Uh, and that's gone with people like Danny and TetraNode uh, because they're just a Twitter account, really. Um, and so, like, but you can still find other ways much more slow and harder ways to build up a reputation anyways though
0: i do find it amazing and interesting and fascinating that anons can build a, a fairly strong reputation mm-hmm. like over time right it's like somebody else who maybe falls in this camp a little bit for me who i didn't think too highly of at first but now i actually uh appreciate as an anon um chain link god mm-hmm. so so oh, I've met thought, him.
1: I've met him in real life.
0: Okay, you've met him. So he's, yeah, so he's not
1: he's not super anon. Okay. He's he's, he's of, internet world anon.
0: Okay. So he's more he's more anon to me, but like I and I guess that's a you know a reveal for him like choosing to bridge both worlds. But I used to think of him as somebody who's just here to pump Link Price right. and that's it, and like right. Marshall the the frogs. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten to know him. On chain under his identity, his Chainlink God identity, like there's a lot of substance to the things he tweets and the content he writes.
1: I also think he also had his own arc where, like, your impression of him earlier was accurate in early Chainlink God days. And then Chainlink God, like, you know, got well more, like, he got smarter and, like, more well researched and became a really valuable resource. But it started with the pumping thing. Really? Uh, okay. but so you but yeah, think yeah, changed?
0: it's not just my um, perceptions yeah. of him yeah. that have changed. Yeah,
1: he he like grew and developed into his own shoes, and now has been an extremely valuable resource to training community. Um, yeah. Do you think that there is a divide between
0: um, kind of crypto, Twitter, and sort of online like the anon community and
1: real life? Um, oh my god! Crypto real life. Oh my god! Yeah. Big time. There's a divide. Yeah. As somebody who is, is spends a lot of time on crypto Twitter and then also spends a lot of time at, in real life conferences, it's night and day. Remember like when we were getting harassed by the frogs, Ryan, like I was telling you, it was like, yo, like you need to go to a conference because you need to re-experience what crypto is like not inside of crypto Twitter and instead inside of real life. And like it's it's night and day. It's a completely different world. And there are people that just are in crypto that are not on crypto twitter that are some of the most well-connected well-informed smart people and you just don't find them on the internet you find them in real life like there's a whole other side of crypto that not people that don't go to crypto conferences just don't even know exist
0: that's funny so you it's like understand. how
1: it's like how in real life no one knows the frogs exist and so like when i was getting like pummeled by the frogs i was and like well this should, isn't gonna matter why for people who didn't follow like why
0: did we get pummeled by the frogs
1: because uh, we That's went situation. up and we – because I didn't know who Danny Sesto was, and he got mad at me for talking about how MKR is undervalued in his competing project. We hadn't hosted his competing project on Bankless yet, and so he came up hot in my DMs, hella rude in my opinion, uh, saying like, oh, this is why you haven't had us on Bankless yet. And I was because like, no. corrupted.
0: corrupt, and it's only your – no. Friends it's, that come on the Bakeless
1: show. That's oh yes, that's, that's what he said. said. Yeah, and yeah. like, and I, and I was like, no, it's because I don't know who you are. Like, <laughs> why are you getting so mad at me? Like, it, fuck off, bro. Uh, and then I said that on Twitter, and then I got attacked by the frogs. Uh, and then I had to realize, like, oh, this week is a week I need to put crypto Twitter down. I need to go do in real life stuff because crypto is also extremely real in real life. If you, if you put your, if you put crypto Twitter down, crypto still exists. <laughs> Yeah, that's that 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 was a really strange
0: kind of Mm -hmm. like time, and uh, people were talking about like people were tweeting uh, about canceling Bankless, canceling their Bankless subscription, and I had no idea you know, who is real and who wasn't or, like, mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. all of these people were so upset. Interesting, like, fact. Fact number one. Right. We didn't actually see any drop in our, like, subscriber list, like, maybe just a very marginal small drop. You, so. Yeah,
1: you, you could see people saying, oh, I'm canceling because of Danny Siesta, but then you go look at the chart and it's just, like, there's nothing actually there.
0: Yeah, uh, you know? that,
1: that was number one. And then the number, the
0: number two thing is, like, since then, we have tried countless times to get mm-hmm. Danny on the podcast. Right. And, like, mm-hmm. he's even said publicly that he would come on mm-hmm. he said yes i you know i will come on a bank list and then anytime we've dm'd with him it just okay. goes radio silent right. mm-hmm. you see by the way this morning i got a dm from him oh really um, yeah oh you haven't told me this uh oh he said okay remember january 29th i said you still want to do this <laughs> just need a time again uh-huh. uh, after he said he, he'd come on and he's in the middle east and he'd let us know sometimes he said i've been out of social media I've been out of social media. It's very toxic in the recent days. I'm obviously down to do it, but I'm focusing on restructuring what we have as the community is consolidating
1: now. So it's, okay, man. Anytime it's he very, wants to come on. That's funny that he says it's been toxic on social media because we felt that. And it was because of him because <laughs> he was the one that made it toxic for us. I just kind of annoyed by it. I mean, he's welcome to come on, but
0: it's just welcome like, come on. Look, you, 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 you call us next time. Yeah. Um, we'll be yeah. here. Yeah. Uh,
1: but anyway, yeah, it's. Anyways, it we is, had a podcast with Tetrono. Did you listen to
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> there's like anons that I really like. Is my uh-huh. point. And there's right. anons that I just, I don't know who they are yet.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what, we have really popular episode, synthesis. Really? Yeah. Oh, everyone would like Yeah, well, he's never done a podcast before. Cause I've asked him like multiple times under POV Crypto, and then also once for Bankless, and he was like, nah. Just, uh, apparently he, he, he has a really really strong accent and that's always his excuse but I, I think he just doesn't want to
0: that would give him away i've never i've never heard him speak so oh no one has yeah well there you go mm-hmm. someday auntie come on you know, inspired Tetranode. yeah apparently. yeah um what else man he's got the infinity gauntlet that was mm-hmm. interesting that's
1: basically his vc
0: portfolio isn't it yep but uh, in meme form very bullish ethereum
1: always mm-hmm. has been always has been an, e- a, an eth maxi but for some reason people don't call him that but he calls himself that but he calls he, him that. i don't call myself an eth maxi but people call
0: me an eight <laughs> <laughs> he's got the opposite problem right um a good advice for surviving and thriving in uh in crypto um yeah you know that this whole line of questioning around what would it take for you to migrate your your bags to to layer mm-hmm. two is interesting i think he said he had a third of his net worth yep.
1: on layer two mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm.
0: which is more than me.
1: Yeah. they also more than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But job, you, man. you, but you and I are lazy on chain. Yeah. We're lazy on chain. Yeah. We are, we're pretty lazy on chain. I'm also conservative, dude. I, yeah. It's like,
0: I mean, there was a bug in optimism last week. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's, there's bridge bugs. There's things right. like Ethereum has very, very strong Lindy.
1: Have you ever gotten a uh, smart contract exploited before? Nope. Have you? No, not once. I don't want to. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't do it that way. I wonder if Tetronode uh, has. Well, uh, we should we have should asked about that. That was a good quite That would be a good question. Yeah. God. Next time. Next time. It's
0: always always to think of the best questions after. Mm. Um, anything else, man? No, I think that's good. Good guy, excited. We should have him on again. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll see what his projects are in the future. Uh, hopefully some alpha there for you guys mm-hmm. on the Tetranone episode. And uh, thanks for subscribing to the Bankless. Thanks for tuning into the debrief. See you Cheers. later.